This is Harry Hawk Football. On today's show, we talk about our thoughts from the Super Bowl and who the Redskins could use from either of those teams. We talk about Russ Grimm getting shafted for the Hall of Fame, Michael Irvin calling out fellow Hall of Famers, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up? Aaron has been resurrected. Um, resurrected from the, the Winter Wonderland. Dude, tell us about the ice storm in Kentucky. Tell us about the ice storm. In case you guys didn't know, in case you realize the gap in our podcast here, which we're we're pushing the uh, we're pushing the two week window. Pushing it. Pushing it, but not beyond it, right? No. We're almost. We're almost, almost. But uh, tell us about it, Aaron. Ice storm sucked. Tuesday night, or was it Wednesday? I don't remember. It turned into um, from snow to ice, and like I live in the middle of the woods where Cool Mountain Harry Hug Studios are, and um, basically throughout the whole night, every five seconds outside, you just hear another tree breaking and falling. It was like raining trees the whole night and into the next day, and um, we didn't have power for like four days or something like that. And it sucked. You, you had to go and clear your uh, quarter mile drive. With how many, it's a half how mile drive. Off? How many chains did you go through with that chainsaw just to get out of there? Um, I only went through only one chain. chain. Only went through one. one but then chain. I went over and helped a friend cut up some trees at his house, and then I had to switch the chain because it was getting dull. Were you driving the gator around? Yeah, I used the gator with the plow on the front to plow the snow off the road and stuff like that. It was pretty, like, uh, Mountain Man-esque. Let's see. It was pretty manly, unlike Tony Romo. Mountain Man of Kentucky. <laughs> but anyway, that's why we haven't been able to do the podcast, because I didn't have power. And then my power You're, came back on, and then we I lost the phone. And then I got the phone. We're glad Aaron is back with Fletcher back online, man. Thanks. And just in time, because you were able to uh, make some wings and watch the Bowl 43. Yeah. Right. The good men and women. The good men and women at um, some power company out of North Carolina that came up to help our um, poor little rural uh, electric company get us back online are heroes in mine eye since they yeah. got the power back on before the, the not-so-Super Bowl. Dude, I, I had a hand in sending them. They're probably like old school Redskins fans. Yeah, man. Yeah. I made a phone call and I said, "Look, guys, if you're going up there, you got to help Aaron. He's a Redskins fan, and Carolina is Redskins country." And they're like, "Heck yeah, it is! Give us his address." So. <laughs> Did they sound like that? <laughs> What's that? Did they sound like that? <laughs> they did, man. Heck exactly. yeah, man! Heck yeah, man! <laughs> anyway, we're glad your power's back on. Um, what is this? Episode one fifty-seven. That's right. Yeah, episode one fifty-seven. Episode one fifty-seven of Harry Hawk Football. Welcome, those of you who are joining us for the first time. Um, 
You have 156 episodes you can catch up on in all of your copious amounts of spare time. Feel free to download those from iTunes, Sam's Episode 2, which is not available. Even though we've tried to make it available and I thought I had it, uh, access to it, um, it seems to have eluded us once again. So if you've got Episode 2 out there, feel free to send it to us. We'd love to have it back. John, I didn't make it through unscathed. The barn has a big hole in the roof from a tree branch. Who knew? Your man barn? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, that's horrible. The pole barn. Your man barn has a big hole? Well, dude, let's <laughs> talk about football. Let's talk about the Redskins. <laughs> uh, the Redskins. Okay. This week, Redskins news. Let me think. Since I was kind of out of the loop, I'm, I'm going by what you guys are telling me since I was disconnected from the world. He was out there sending smoke signals. Aaron, Aaron still cannot believe that, that Zorn has been fired. Ooh. And has been replaced by Wade We've been telling Aaron all week. Zorn. We've been telling Aaron this all week. He just won't. He refuses to believe it. He got replaced by Wade Phillips? Wait, wait, no, no, no. Before any before anybody freaks out, we're just kidding. We're just kidding, of course. Yeah. Um, Put down the phone, Craig, in Pittsburgh. It's just a joke. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> By the way, Craig and hey. Craig in Pittsburgh left us a message, um, and uh, we're going to put it on the podcast here. Hey, did Craig in Pittsburgh? Did Craig in Pittsburgh hilarious. ever confirm or disconfirm that that was him on that one message? It was, dude. Dude, just just stop right here. Put the message right here so everybody can hear. All right. Hey, dudes. Craig in Pittsburgh. Uh, just listened to uh, 156. You know, I called last week, and uh, I don't know what happened to the connection. Uh, that was, in fact, me calling from the uh, from the Steeler game. It was right after the San Diego introduction, and there was freaking North Turner on the sidelines right in front of me. Uh, I was requesting – I was asking you guys if you want me to throw a bottle at him or something because I was – my blood was boiling by watching them. Uh, I, and I was so at the end, when you're introducing all the Steelers, I was yelling hail to the Redskins after uh, every Steeler was introduced, like, Heinz Ward! And everybody's cheering, and I'm like, hail to the Redskins! And I did uh, profess my love for you guys. <laughs> I love you, man! So I did go to the AFC uh, championship game also. Uh, I don't know if you guys do Facebook yet, but uh, somehow I'll have to hook that up. Uh, you know, I was thinking about starting a Harry Hog football fan club, and hell, you know, when I get to work today, I think I'll just do that. So, um, that's it, dudes. Uh, love the podcast as always, even though it's the off season. Um, Got to pull for the Steelers, though. Come on, guys. I mean, Arizona, for God's sake. Okay, man. Man, talk to you soon. Uh, I am not going to the Super Bowl, though. Uh, that, that's not that I know of. So, uh, later. Okay. Well, I guess Craig did um, pretty much uh, admit to leaving that voicemail. That's one crazy dude, man. He is one heck of a Redskins fan. I would hate to see him and John at a game together, though. That would be insanity. I don't know if we can make it out of there alive, John, at, like, a Bengals game, like, running up and down, trying to get the crowd up for the Redskins, and Craig in Pittsburgh yelling out, hail to the Redskins after all the player introductions. <laughs> by, by the way, that was to uh, to start up that little Facebook thing. I think. I think what, dude? Like, you're cutting out. Woo! What'd you say about Facebook? 
I said, Greg, yeah, what was that? Greg started up a little Facebook fan club for us. Oh, yeah, that was him? Yeah, that was Craig. Dude, I felt like... I felt like... I felt like a big celebrity. Like, Josh sent me this email. I was like, dude, check this out on Facebook. And there's a Harry Hog football fan page. <laughs> and, um... So you guys and can we get did not make out. it. It was made by Craig in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we, like, didn't even make it ourselves. And Craig and I, Craig would be, probably be a lot of fun to hang out at a game. We got into, you know, a situation. I'd be able to pull off my new wristkin belt. Yeah. The uh, belt buckle. <laughs> just start whipping it around. Oh, yeah, we have a really good picture. Do we have a good picture of that belt? Tell them about the belt. Um, I'm going to have to take a better picture. With my phone. I'm going to have to take a better picture so we can put it online. John's first John's birthday is this month, and, and I saw this awesome Redskins belt buckle. It's, like, really big, and if you sit down on it too fast, it'll uh, the feathers that stick down will probably poke you somewhere you don't want to be poked. And the but, jump. Uh, the might hit you on the left. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then the belt, I had this belt, was, I had it branded on the backside that says, John the Tree at who is, if you know your Redskins history, he was a player for the Redskins back in the day. John. Although he was kind of a strip compared to some of my size. John, have you ever, um, do you wear that belt to, like when you're teaching and stuff? Wore it to the Super Bowl party I went to last night. Sweet. <laughs> Except it should say John the Twig Adams on the back. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what about that? Uh, uh, before, we, before we get on to this. Hey, hey, that pickle cap, real quick. Dudes, we're up to uh, 17 members. Sweet. We got 17 fans. We're awesome. And we didn't even, like, make it ourselves. Sweet. And we don't, yeah, even, we don't even bother, like, calling our own hog line anymore to pretend that we get messages from each other. Like, Josh used to yeah, call. Josh used to call and, like, change his voice and pretend he was someone to make us feel better about ourselves. Dude. We got one from uh, Kevin, and we got an email from Kevin. I haven't put him on the map yet. Um, I got an email from Kevin, and I'm not going to say his last name, but in Scotland. He was living just outside of Glasgow in Lark Hall. Right, right, right. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, man, another fan over on the uh, over in the old country. That's awesome. What does Kevin have to, what did he have to say? In the homeland. He's been a skin fan for 30 years, still got him a rigging shirt. I'm wondering if it's one of those Rigo Rangers shirts. I had one of those as a kid. Those shirts were awesome. I've looked on for them on eBay forever, and I found one that was an adult size once, and the guy wanted like 30 bucks for it. Dang. So I didn't buy it. Anyway, so I uh, said there's a new kid on the way, so the sport in Scotland will increase by one more. Scotland! Nice. Got skin fans, so if you're ever on the website, you're a registered user, which is registering for free. Uh, Scott skin fans. Sweet. Yeah, he's got some fellow. Um, and, uh, I'll be putting you up on the uh, on the uh, map shortly. There's a there's a bunch of listeners from over there, dude. From Scotland? I from mean, the UK in general? Yeah, just from the UK in general, like Simon and Simon, like the TV show, and <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, England and Wales. We need a fan from the Isle of Man is what we need. That's 
right. From we got, Isle of uh, Man? Our good buddy Paul Tatter. Isle of Man is out there between uh, Ireland and uh, Our good buddy Paul Tatter is still over there. Oh, right, yeah, there's Paul, yep. football yeah. player. Played American football for fun. Nice. We have a picture of him somewhere next to John making John look like a twig. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> From when he John visited. Anyway, I want to move on to something. Um, Before the Super Bowl, um, I heard that our boy, Russ Grimm, did not make it again. But that was kind of expected since, um, you know, we had like the super double induction last year. But. And we had idiots like Peter King that vote on the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but we did, however, get uh, Bruce Smith, who played for the Redskins for four years, went in, but I'm sure as a. Bill, but still, he was a Redskin for four yeah, years. Yeah, he did play for the Redskins, but he was, I don't know, he's one of those guys that I, I, I really, even though he's a local to us where we grew up and everything, he's still, um, I've never once heard anything about him being a good teammate when he was in Washington. It was all about him, you know, racking up the sacks so he could have the record for most sacks. I do have to and say this, though. Player. Yeah, but John. I did notice that he had 29 yeah. sacks as a Redskin. How many did Jason Taylor have this year? Um, I believe it was three and a half. Let's see. No, it was 3.5. So he had, um, you know. Wait, why are you asking me that question? You should ask Josh that question. Oh, yeah. Josh, how many sacks did Jason Taylor have this year? Mr. Nichols. I thought it was two. I thought he only had two sacks, but you know, who knows? Um, Maybe. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll find it. Anyway, I was on mute. I was sitting here going, "Not that many." Not uh, that many. John brings up a good point. <laughs> John brings up a good point. Um, how did Randall McDaniel make the Hall of Fame and not Russ Grimm when Russ Grimm has how many Super Bowl rings? How many? Yeah, you know, I'm not the dog as a player and one of the coaches. Um, not the dog on Randall McDaniel. I, I don't think there's any question that he should be a Hall of Famer. But seriously, Russ Grimm, there's no one on the Hawks in the damn Hall of Fame. I know. Possibly, arguably, the most famous offensive line in the history of football. I've said this before. Can you name another offensive line in football other than the Hawks that's more famous than the Hawks? Dude, you got kids uh, running around today. There. That would be no. Dude, you got yeah, Redskins. And, and they won with three different quarterbacks and three different uh, starting running backs. And the same dudes up there were taking care of business. Not a single damn one of them in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous. Yeah, one of those starting running backs anyway, only played like two games before the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I mean, you know, um, the whole system is flawed. We've known that for a long time. I just wanted to point this out, too. We got Redskins fans 20 years old running around going, what's up with these dudes in the pig noses and dresses and stuff? Like, they don't even get it. <laughs> Makes me very sad. I Although, know. I mean, you know, someone's got to explain that to them because it is a little bizarre. It is bizarre, especially when, like, dudes like us go and we're like, dude, it's the Hoggets, let's get our picture. I did see. Dude, I did see um, John Elway. 
John Elway at the Super Bowl on, at the beginning. Did your did your eyes go blind from the glint from his front teeth? It just reminded me back. It, so like when we were at the Hall of Fame and you saw him smile and you're just like, shield your eyes! Dude, I was just going to say we like came over when we were at the Hall of Fame game and we came over the uh, edge, the top of the bowl there, and we like looked down and we're like, who's that over at the ESPN stage? And John just like all like subdued goes, well, there's John Elway. I can see his teeth from here. That's pretty funny. Anyway. So, um, class. speaking of Hall of Famers, classy, um, always classy, Michael Irvin. Apparently, according to ProFootballTalk.com, thinks that Rod Woodson is soft. Soft, Irvin repeatedly said while talking with Scott Paulson, Mike Logan, and Eddie Crow. Of ESPN Radio 1250 in Pittsburgh. When I lined up with him, I don't want to do his voice. You guys can if you want. I saw intimidation in his eyes, Irving said. I lined up with you. I just call that soft. I saw intimidation in his eyes. When I talked up with you, when I talked with him, I mean, lined up with him. I, he's like, that's a pretty big word for Irvin there. Hold on, let me get his sound effect. Which one? Let me get Irvin's sound I, effect. Nice. After Irvin finished his thought, the host moved to another topic, and Irvin then pulled it back to Woodson and pointed out that he had repeatedly beat Woodson when they played. Is this dude serious? Dude, that brings up an interesting He's calling out a fellow Hall of Famer. Like, I'm better than him. Have you ever heard that before? A Hall of Famer? You saw seriously calling out another Hall of Famer like that? Isn't that like the, you know, the unbroken, unbreakable fraternity? But isn't that something you just don't do? He needs to get a life, dude. You know what he needs? He wonders why he was booed so bad when, when uh, he got introduced last year. Because he's an ass. You know what he needs to be? <laughs> Jail. From the Hall of Fame. You know, I could probably use all seven of the SVP words to describe it in one sentence. Anyway. And SVP words. Uh, we did have a um, not-so-Super Bowl yesterday. In fact, my niece, whose mother is a Cowboys fan, showed up at my Super Bowl party with a... Showed up at it, the Super Bowl fart party with a um, cake shaped like a football. And on the cake, it said, Not so Super Bowl 43. And then in parentheses on the cake, it said, Because the skins aren't in it. And this is a Cowboys yeah. fan? No, her mom is a Cowboys fan. Oh, oh nice, nice, nice. Okay, I got you. That's awesome. Oh, I got a story for you in, in regards to something like that. Um, Sunday morning, I was out doing some shopping at the Ambassador of American Civilization, um, otherwise known as Walmart. Um, <laughs> Were the people wearing the morning, You know, I get up like super butt-ass early. Um, and go to Walmart. I'll have to on the weekends just because my clock is set. Dude, if you gotta go to Walmart, if you have to brave the Walmart, 7 o'clock Sunday morning is not the best time to go. Yeah, dude. Because there's no The rednecks aren't up yet. The rednecks don't get up that early. Exactly. 
However, as I'm browsing through, looking at a couple of red-skinned shirts, there's this dude, this young dude, and his wife, and a couple little kids sitting there looking around. He's like, I can't find any cardinal stuff. There's no cardinal stuff. Why do they want cardinal stuff? he looks stuff? up at me. Well, dude, he looks up at me and he goes, is there any cardinal stuff here? And I look back at him and said, <laughs> probably not here. And, he, <laughs> and then, like, had kind of has this look of, oh. And then he goes, what color are the cardinal's colors? <laughs> what? Oh, my. Yeah, that's what the first thing that happened at that happened to pop through my mind was, was, what? Oh, my. And rather than, you know, be a jerk and come back with something like, uh, Cardinal Red, <laughs> or something like that, um, I just kind of held back the, uh, the laugh and said, Red and White. Holy and then he and wife proceeded to argue over whether he should just buy a red and white shirt instead of trying to find something Cardinal in the Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, obviously, it seemed to me it was pretty obvious he was just trying to be contrarian to all the Steelers fans he was going to have to hang out with. But this guy, I mean, seriously, he didn't know the, the colors of the Cardinals. Even if you didn't know the Cardinals were a football team, I don't think it would be hard to guess what the colors are. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, enough about well, that uh, non-fan. What color Cardinals' colors? Um, I really don't know, to tell you the truth. I would say red and white, but it could be like some off red color. Yeah, it's red and white. Ask Jim Zorn, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right, on to the uh, Super Bowl. Um, It was a pretty good game. Dudes were over here saying in the beginning, they were like, Oh, the Steelers are going to blow this one open. And I was like, don't count the Cardinals out too quick. They've got a good offense, and they've got number 11. Yep. Dude, and it took took number 11 a little too long to start catching the ball. But once he did, man. Well, you know what? Someone, someone, I don't know who it was on the radio today, but someone made a really good point. They were calling in on a a 102.1 The Game here in Hampton Roads. And they said, and I thought this was very interesting because I noticed during the game, during the first half, the only time you ever saw Troy Polamalu was like he missed two tackles. Yeah, I know. Oh, he whiffed. Do you know what he was doing the rest of the time? He was on number 11. He was on number 11, and that's why he didn't catch anything. He, he was blanking it. Dude, he got so posterized by Adrian James. The wide receiver. He and one or two other people. I Are mean, and what they did at halftime – they moved. They moved to Larry. They moved Fitzgerald to the slot receiver spot. That's why I started getting open. Hmm. So the Cardinals made an adjustment to game plan, but the whole, whole first half, Palomalu had him shut down. I do have to point out, though, Edger and James posterized him. Palomalu. He what? He Edger and James like he put did. that little juke on there, and he just went flying like twenty yards past him. Though the numbers don't really back it up, he had a really good game. So did Willie Parker. Oh yeah, the running game is better than the numbers set than the numbers stand. Edwin James did have a pretty good game. You know who else had a pretty good yeah. game? Big Ben. He was placing some of those balls both in there. Both quarterbacks. Yeah, both quarterbacks. Yeah. Both quarterbacks are really good. And um, I guess the worst thing in the in the game, and Aaron, I was you and I were debating this last night, but I've come around more to your side of the story. Um, the worst thing in the game was uh, was the officiating, probably. 
Yeah, there was a couple of calls there that I wouldn't agree with, but I was getting kind of belligerent just because um, Suzanne's um, brother was here and he was like wholeheartedly cheering for the uh, Steelers, so I had to pretty much um, do anything I could to um, uh, uh, disrupt the balance. That's the word of the night, folks. Contrarian. I was being a contrarian on some of those calls. Arian, Arian. That doesn't sound right, Arian. 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 Aaron, Aaron, white Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, we we'll take that. Back. Hit the rewind button, dude. Seriously. Oh man. Uh, um. I still don't understand. John was arguing with me this last night. I still don't understand why they didn't even stop to review that last fumble by uh, Kurt Warner because, listen to this, if it was not a fumble, there was a personal foul on the Steelers on that, which would have moved the, um, whatchamacallits, the uh, Cardinals up to like the 30-yard line, which could have been a makeable throw into the end zone there on the last play of the game. And they didn't even stop like to review it, which I thought was odd. They didn't stop to review it. Well, they didn't stop, but the booth did review it. They came out, actually, the, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's like the director of officials, um, in an interview after the game says, yes, they stopped, they looked at it, and they didn't think they needed to stop for very long to confirm the call. That his arm was not going forward. That's interesting, though, dude, because I've seen the refs throughout the whole entire year stop and review calls that were obvious for, like, two minutes. Yeah. And this was a yeah. super, this was a Super Bowl. Dude, you know who was informative to the fans? Um, the boss was informative to the fans when he told us that we had 12 minutes to go out of the room and not listen to his music anymore. Picking the ball. Uh, uh, going back to the officials, or the officials are part-time employees. Oh, yeah, I called that. They need full-time employees. They need to be full-time employees so they can study this stuff in the off-season. Can I point something else out, dude, about the whole entire second half? I didn't notice it until the beginning of the second half. But that dude on the Steelers, colon, number 74, the right, I think he's the right um, tackle. He lined up. He lined up off the line of scrimmage every single time there was a pass. And I looked up the rule. And as, as far as I can tell, the rule is that um, if you're not, you have to have seven on the line, and if he's not covered up then he has to have his head at least to the waistline of the center. The center. It, it, sound, it sounds kind of nasty, but Dude, it's really not. Dude, his name is not Colin. It's <laughs> Well, whatever Seriously. it is. You know that was What's his it name? Like growing up, they were like, Gotta go by Kalan, dude. Seriously. Yeah, until he turned about like twelve, because as big as he is now, he's probably as big as kid in school by the time he's twelve. He started to people. Is his first name Shadid? Uh, Shadid Kalan. Colin got founded. <laughs> Shadid Kalan. 
All right, Shithid. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, did you guys notice? Like, I can't believe the Cardinals didn't key on this and the refs that he was lining up in the backfield every time there was a pass. And, I, like, for about 10 minutes, um, everyone at my Super Bowl party thought I was, like, some kind of genius for knowing what kind of play they were going to run because I kept going pass, pass, run, run. <laughs> Because he was so far off the line. It wasn't even funny. Oh, man. Which should have been a penalty. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, there were some questionable calls in there. The, uh, the block in the back that I'm kind of coming around on, the second guy that tried to block high power on that, that 100-yard return really just was turning the difference in the game, as we all know. Um, what was up with the, uh, what was it, a late hit? That one drive was in three personal fouls. Yeah, that was um, weak. Oh, the one they called on the quarterback, and you're like, what? Because he was already getting pushed yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. And, dude, I'm also coming around. The one you were talking about when um, 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 Harrison punched that guy when he was on the ground. Yeah, he should have gotten kicked out for that. He so should have been, like, been kicked out of the game. I didn't think so at first, but then I, I saw dude, him. Dude, not like, only did like, he punch yeah, him, Punched him. The guy threw him after that and pushed him down. Then he sat on top of him, like pushed down on his head. I know. And then he wouldn't let oh, him get up. And then after the play was over, he wouldn't let him get up. He was already and, punching and, him like yeah. in the back while he was holding him and down. And I don't care who he is. If I was Mike, if I was Mike Tomlin, which I'm not Mike Tomlin, although Mike Tomlin and I are the same age. If if I was Mike Tomlin, I would have sat the guy down and said, Super Bowl or not, dude, you don't act like that on my team. You're not playing the rest of this game. Dude, did you know that Mike Tomlin is in the TV show House? What? Oh, wait, that's Omar S. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, that's what my wife says, too, all the time. She's like, Mike Tomlin looks like Omar S. Every time I see him, it's like, they show him on TV, I'm like, hi, I'm TV's Omar S. <laughs> I am TV's Omar S. Yeah, right. the play, I mean, some of the, uh, have you guys noticed the referees, like, year in and year out? Like, as a collective group, will key on, like, one or two penalties or types of calls and, like, make them all over the place? Yeah, it's, it's like a uh, kind of almost like a mandate every year for them to enforce certain rules better than they did before. Like, I guarantee next year it's going to be false starts because they were horrible about false starts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I think actually it started up um, really going into the last few weeks of the season in the playoffs. They called a lot more false starts with all the centers like pointing and twitching and people moving around. Like the lines were never ever set. Yeah, and like with the Colts, man, no one, no one still can explain to me how they can move around so much and not get penalties. But then, like you know, a Redskin offensive line like twitches his pinky finger and it's a penalty. And then like Peyton Manning and all these other dudes like. Jeff Saturday and all, their whole offensive line can like bob around and look backwards and shift around and they never call anything. I don't understand it. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Now Tom might uh, be able to explain it, but I don't know. Uh, should be a focus. So what's up with the Super Bowl every year? There's something with the um, halftime entertainment that's just not quite right. Like, um, okay, dude, the dude, boss I'm comes on. The boss comes on and tells us it's going to be 12 minutes. I'm telling you, as soon as it came on, Dude. I was just like, I think the boss is drunk. I was worried about you. Yeah, worried. He said the Super Bowl, hooray. I was worried about the boss. I was 
worried about him a bit. You know, I don't know if he was drunk or maybe he was on, like, inflammatory meds or whatever. But, I mean, he's not as nimble as he used to be. I mean, if you notice jumping around, he's trying to be forever young there. But, uh, and yet, he was rather for his age. 60 years old this year. Did you see him do that? like one of those knee bounces where you bounce down where you, like your knee from your knee to the bottom of your... Dude, I know. Did you see him bend back? He bent to the ground. He did that with both legs right at the beginning of his first Dude. song. I was like, how? I that thought was he was stuck. Impressive. Dude, I thought he was yeah, stuck when thought. he did that. Because he was down there for like 20 Amy. seconds. Yeah, Amy and I were watching it too and Amy's like, what's wrong with him? Is, <laughs> is he stuck? Is he stuck? <laughs> Well, here's They're the like, thing. oh no, somebody go help him up. There is this, <laughs> the only sticking that happened during that is when he did that slide across the front of the stage and stuck his Johnson right in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dude. We were talking about Colin getting out, and that camera got out. <laughs> you know, notice they didn't use that camera angle again for the rest of the halftime show. The they, guy on the steady cam was like, "Dude, I am not getting paid enough for this." <laughs> The I probably had a black eye. He was like, the boss's junk was just in my <laughs> lens. <laughs> the boss's little boss was in my, you know, right in front of me. Anyway, dudes. And, you know, he hit it, and he was just cracking up. Like, as he slid into it, and as he, like, backed away and almost fell over backwards, he was still cracking up. And the funny thing is, dude, there, there's a Steelers fan over here, and I was trying to, like, I had the TiVo paused on, it was actually um, my, my, my other niece. Um but I had the TiVo paused on that block in the back on um, Hightower for like five minutes, and I was like going to each individual person and going, "Is that a block to the back?" And they'd be like, "Yes," and I'd be like, "Should the should the touchdown have counted?" And they'd be like, "Well, that was the call the rest would make," and I'd be like, "Is that a block in the back?" And they'd be like, "Yeah," and I'd be well, like, "The question is, he turned right when that dude was starting to hit him. He turned his back." the guy that hit him because he was triangle. And that's where it's kind of a sketchy call. I'm not exactly sure how that works because his body contorted right when the guy was trying to push him and so it ended up being a block in the back because of that. Otherwise, the guy was, I think he was going to have enough side for it not to be one. <laughs> so that's where I was arguing that he was already in the throes of a tackle type thing. And then in that instance, I don't think he can call a block in the back. No, you said, did he well, leave I'm his not feet? Sure. I really and I don't said know. no. But anyway, the point is, is I was just trying to be a butt and, like, um, you know, be contrary. And um, anyway, she was like, she's like this 15 year old girl, and she was like, I just want to watch the commercials. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, okay, fine. And I, like, fast-forwarded it to real time, and it was the boss doing that backbend. And I was like, you made me fast-forward it for this? <laughs> dude, I don't know, but those Bud Light commercials sucked this year. I didn't even watch yeah. any of the commercials. I was too one busy. What was the horse? They chased another horse and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Baldwin, he was good. That was the uh, That was the Hulu commercial. Hey, dude. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was my favorite one, actually. Can I point something out here? I think that was my favorite one, too. I think that, might, that, I think that might as well just be the end of the Super Bowl commercial talk. If yeah, we want to yeah. hear that, we can watch Extra or Entertainment tonight to hear, <laughs> hear that kind of comment. That's really That's true. That's oh, true. speaking of that, though, did you catch the, uh, the, the Miller High Life commercial? Dude, we're not talking about commercials. Dude, what is this? Extra, 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 with John Adams. The beer commercial was the one-second commercial. 
Dad catch it? No. No, what? It was no, a, they did a one-second commercial. They did not. For three hundred thousand dollars, they did, and it's just that dude from the commercials, you know, where he goes and he's like, "I'm taking back the highlights." Come on, boys, we're taking back the highlights. You know, when he goes into like the uh, oh yeah, stadium, the baseball stadium, and he's in the box. And he's like, "Does anybody know what inning we're in?" And everyone looks at him like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "That's it, boys." He's the Black Janie dude. I know who you're talking about, but what did he do on the one-second commercial? They just showed him going. And that was the commercial. And then moved on to the next commercial. It was really, literally a one-second commercial. It said, he just said, high life? He said, high life. <laughs> that was the whole thing, because they, they were just singing. He had like 30 seconds of, uh, he had all these different sayings. He had each one was one second of each. was like, which one is he going to use in the Super Bowl? That's funny. <laughs> oh, that is I funny. No I bet Extra probably won't talk about that. Josh, Josh, let us know tomorrow if Extra talks about that. <laughs> dude, I don't watch that show. Extra. I watch, I watch, I watch Access Hollywood, dude. Live from the red carpet. Know you, I know what you watch. Dude. <laughs> dude what is that? Because Josh, um, it was the original one, like back when you're ten, it's really cool, like uh, you know, on MTV when Real World One. Because John was like, John's like, I can't wait to go know, put on my red. Can't wait to go put on my red and watch Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> because John, <laughs> live on the red carpet, it's our own John Adams <laughs> interviewing Tony <laughs> Romo. <laughs> Redskins show that was on TV was Redskins Magazine. Redskins Magazine. That theme song was awesome. Okay, moving forward. Um, in other Redskins right, well, what news. What Redskins news do we have? Come on. In other Redskins Here's, news. The day, Red, oh, I know what we have Redskins news. What? Dude. Lay off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. In other Redskins news, the Danny needs his stimulus check to hurry up and come on in because he had to fire 10 more people this week. Man. Seriously, dudes. Sometimes, dude, when your uh, franchise is only worth an estimated $1.538 billion, you got to cut every corner you can. Dude, you can take it public. He's worried about taxes, dude, I'm telling you, because there wasn't there some other team that was, like, trying to sell out before um, – the uh, new president no, came the Cardinals. in. Cardinals. The Cardinals couldn't sell out their first playoff game. It's rough, dude. Mm. Rough. Mm. It's rough economic times. 
But anyway, if you want to listen to more than that, I'm sure there's like some economic podcasts that you can find on iTunes. <laughs> you can take, take it public and sell, you know, sell shares. He could. Oh, or he yeah, could just sell yeah, the yeah, team. Great deal. He could just sell the team to all the fans. Uh, have we got any donations towards our uh, Let's Buy the Redskins? We have gotten 300 donations at zero dollars. You guys seriously need well, to put your money where your mouth is. If you really love the team, you'll dude. give us money to buy it. <laughs> all these people that, well, a couple of weeks ago, all these people wrote in, they were like, they're like, guys, if you do that, I'm in. Count me in. I'll do it. Like, what do you mean if we'll do it? <laughs> we the are doing it. The bank is open, folks. <laughs> the bank's open. I, what do we have to do? I'm going to stick a big donate button on the, Dude, uh, you need to put a big, I'm going to become a member button. You need to put I'm a part big, owner of the Redskins. <laughs> it needs to be one of those like thermometers where as you get closer to your goal you fill in the thermometer and it's like you know what we need I'll to buy the big, team it'll be a big rectal thermometer and Danny will be up at the top of it or you know what else it could be it could not, be like from the movie not Danny, the Danny. it could be like Danny. from the movie Major League where you like peel off a section of the dress every time you get another donation Remember? You can have like a picture of Eddie Serrato and you're being peeling off pictures of him. People and, would. Like the very last one that comes off is his eye. Dude, we get zero <laughs> donations if it's Eddie Serrato. His eye. Seriously. Anyway. Eye is crazy. We have to pick some random, some, some random like TV star from like the 90s, but now we don't know what she's doing and she needs some work. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so with that being said, we haven't heard from Tom in a while, so. Here he is. Tom Trivia. It's time, once again, for Tom's Trivia. Hey guys, it's Tom with another episode of Tom's Trivia. This is the, uh, um, I think the second worst week of the year. The week in between the Super Bowl and the championship games. Because there's no games and you're frustrated. You want one more game to go. But easily the worst week, I think, is the week after the Pro Bowl. I mean, the Pro Bowl isn't exactly a great game, but it's still football. It's that first Sunday after the Pro Bowl when you know there's no more football for six months except for a draft day party. It sucks. But, you know, it's also time for the Redskins to be the masters of the offseason. So hopefully we can uh, rejuvenate spirits this year because we kind of ended on a uh, bad note. Anyway, the question from the last time I asked was, when was the last time the Redskins swept the two NFC Championship teams? And uh, I didn't know the answer at the time. I did some digging. And the, uh, the answer is it's never happened before. It's still this year, which was the first time. So uh, Alex from Baltimore got the answer right. Uh, congratulations to him. And, um, yeah, good, good for him. Now, I, I didn't really think it happened before, but there's always a chance. And, uh, unfortunately, it didn't. So the question for this week is, in honor of Ken Wisenhunt coaching um, the Cardinals into the Super Bowl, Ken being a former Redskins player, um, name all the former Redskins players to have coached in the Super Bowl. Okay, pretty simple question. Any player to have played, not a coach, player to have played for the Redskins, who then went on to be the head coach of a team in the Super Bowl. Uh, I could think of off the top of my head, but that's without giving much thought to it, so I'm sure there are more 
out there. At least I would think there are more. And uh, it's your job to find them. Okay. Well, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm rooting for the Cardinals. And uh, those won't really bother me all that much if the Steelers win. It's just very, very happy that the Eagles are not there. Very happy. Okay. Well, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Have the rest of you. All right, so congratulations to Alex for getting Tom's question right. As far as John's question from last week, the the pro football team that was in Washington before the Redskins, we didn't get any correct answers on that one. No correct answers. And, and here's the funny thing. Alex got, got that question right. Congrats again, yes. But it's funny. Um, I think David pretty much like worked all season at winning the uh, trivia, and then he just uh, decided not to answer anymore. No, he tried to answer that one, but he didn't get it right. Interesting. That said, that said, we we have to officially announce now, since the Super Bowl is over and done, we do have Pro Bowl, but it doesn't really matter. David is has the insurmountable lead, and we've announced a couple of weeks ago that this will be the case, but um, here's the official announcement. David from Michigan, congratulations on winning this year's overall Tom's Trivia. David in Michigan, you just won Tom's Trivia. What are you going to do next? David in Michigan, you just won Tom's Trivia. We'll be sending you a case of Bucks medicated soothing wipes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, no, that's not what he's got. We do have a nice piece. Actually, it's a uh, (laughs) nice... nice, a nice piece of Redskins apparel that's coming to to David in Michigan, and uh, and hopefully when you get it, David, you'll take a picture and uh, we'll put you up on the uh, on the website. And we can get him a normal position on the couch because I'm tired of him leaning on me. <laughs> but anyway, the answer. Nice. To, congratulations, David. But getting back to the answer to John's trivia question from last week, John, who was? The professional football team in Washington before the Redskins. And the professional football team in Washington before the Washington Redskins was a, a one and done. 1933, the professional team was called the Washington Packers, which is kind of funny because no one really passed. Did they run? Did they run the ball? Um, they tried to. Um, I, I don't believe they were very successful. Uh, I'm sure that was a play on like passing legislation. Who knows? Oh, right. Right. They're trying to be ironic. Because, you know, I know legislation can pass. Well, I guess it kind of was then because FDR had just come into office. Yeah, man. I'm sure it was like the passing of legislation. Maybe they all eat a lot of chili and beans and they pass gas or something. So they came up with it. Anyway, no one got that one right. No one got it right. But congrats to David for getting the uh, winning the season of Tom's Trivia. Um we are we're now in the off season of Tom's trivia. We're going to have to come up with uh, with some new trivia prizes, and and, we're, and I think we're working we're working on that. So um, in case uh, Aaron and John didn't realize this, we're working on it. But uh, yeah, you know what else we, we need are? to do? What? Do you have a where are they now for this week? Uh, where are they now? Yeah, do you have one? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can do it. We'll do yeah, because uh, yeah, we'll do one more. Where are they now? That's fine. I gotta work on getting new music for that. 
And thus, we're not going to do it anymore after this week. And then you know what? Here Just we play go. the old school music here, and uh, and we'll be done with this thing. We'll have a new one. There you go. Let it play out. Let it play out, baby. Oh, yeah. This week's Where Are You Now? Washington Redskin was a four-time Pro Bowl selection in the early 1960s. He was a five-time All-Pro selection. He's one of the 70 greatest Redskins. He's on the Redskins Ring of Fame. Any, any ideas? Any ideas? Any guesses? Uh, yeah, but we already told him that. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be fair. I don't call it out in case, you know, in case all 17 people listening to the podcast right now are going, who is it? Who is it? He was a halfback out of uh, Arkansas. All right. Drafted in What's that? Arkansas. That's right. Um, that's where he's from. He actually went to the University of Illinois. 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 Um, none other than Mr. Bobby Mitchell. That's right. Bobby, Robert Cornelius Mitchell. Middle name's Cornelius? Cornelius, man. How about that? Solid. That's a great middle name. That's right. John's jealous. Um, Bobby Mitchell. I'm jealous. I like that name. We've seen some of Bobby Mitchell, you know, around over over the years. Uh, we saw him get shafted by um, Steve Spurrier. That's right. Until 2003, when his his career in the Redskins front office ended. Um, with uh, what's that? What happened there? That's what BK, that game cock Steve Spurrier decided to let some third street scrub where he's number 49. Was Bobby Mitchell the first? Leonard um, Stevens. Leonard Stevens was the dude. Yeah. Was Bobby hey, Mitchell? Dude, I only have one word to say about that. What? What? Dude, seriously. Come on! <laughs> I played it. <laughs> anyway. Dude, am I correct uh, that Bobby Mitchell was the first um, African American on the Redskins? On the Redskins. There it was, John. The sound came uh, in a little late. I think he was. Yeah, and that was back in the day when the Redskins owner, uh, what was his I name, think... Thurgood Marshall? No, not Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> George Preston uh, Marshall, dude. Oh, man. George, George Preston Marshall. You're going to quote the stranger, far further, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's late, man. I've been battling the elements lately. Give George, me a break. George Preston Marshall. That's right. He was the super racist, right? And they, like... He was came over to that team, and apparently that dude still wouldn't even talk to him. And he kicked butt for the Redskins. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, anyway, Bobby Mitchell, these days, uh, Bobby, he's doing a lot of charity work. He works with a lot of associations, everybody from uh, <laughs> the American Lung Association to the Boys Club of Washington, uh, National Rock right. League, Junior Chamber of Commerce. He does a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, he does the, the big uh, celebrity golf tournament. Big celebrity. He has the Bobby Mitchell Hall of Fame Classic. It's the uh, golf fundraiser for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, so it's great, you know, great that he does that. And he still lives in D.C. Uh, and the Young Achievers. See, you got people like that, and then you got people like Michael Irvin. <laughs> That's right. Seriously.
How many total receiving yards did Michael Irvin have? Less than Art Monk. Well, it depends on what he received. Oh man! On that note, on that note, I think it's I think it's about time to wrap it up, dudes. Um, This has been a pretty long podcast for not having anything to say. Um, I'm sure Craig and Pittsburgh is still listening, and uh, probably a few others over in Wales and whatnot. Go ahead and send us some email. Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com. If you know the answer to Tom's trivia, send it to Tom at harryhogfootball.com. Or call us on the hog line. Real quick. We were talking about. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, or call us on the hog line with any of your comments or suggestions or criticism or whatever. Right. The hog line is 206 203 1566. Leave a message. It just goes to voicemail. And if your message is funny or. Um, otherwise interesting, um, it just may end up end up on the uh, on the podcast. Or if it's like the only message we get that week. Yeah. Yeah, if you're the only one to call that week, chances are it will end up on the podcast. Um, real quick, Kevin out in Scotland, um, he was talking about the map. We do have a link on our website called Harry Hog Nation. It's right above uh, Aaron, Aaron's head on the couch at the top of the page. If you click on that, it's a moral map, and it shows uh, where all the... Uh, Redskins fans that have written into us asking to be on the map are uh, located um, in, in the entire world. It's not just the U.S., so, so Kevin will be on there soon for Scotland. Um, and if you send an information to that to a john at harryhogfootball.com, um, we'll get you on the map. You can send your zip code if you want a very exact. I always put first name and last initial or nickname unless you otherwise or otherwise uh want your last name on there, but usually I use either your first name and last initial or your uh, your online ID with harryhogfootball.com as a registered user. Right on. And don't forget also, if you got any shopping to be done in this cold, cold armpit of an off-season here, um, you know, please click through our website, whether you're shopping on Amazon, iTunes, whatever it might be. Redskinstore.com. We do get a teeny-weeny little cut when you actually click through, and it doesn't cost you any more to do it. I actually booked a flight today uh, through our website, which was kind of nice. We are also the official. So, yeah, if you guys click on there and it goes through our website, you know, you're helping to keep this, um, this bastion of, of, uh, of uh, Americana <laughs> uh, moving <laughs> and online for future generations. Um, um, we're also yeah. official affiliates of the Washington Redskins, so you can go to their store right from our site. There you go. And all of this said, uh, we've talked about the UK guys so much today on our way out of this podcast today. Aaron, why don't you just go ahead and drop in that, since we were talking about the Simons in the UK, why don't you drop in the news? News, enjoy the snow. I know you got, like, last time I talked to uh, one of my relatives in North London, Eight inches of snow on the ground. Yeah. Eight inches. In London, it's pretty rare for that nowadays. Eight inches. Eight inches of snow. That's what she... Okay. Let's, let's get on out of here. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Until, until next week, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan... As always, Yoko! Yoko!